Let me uh, turn up my volume a little bit. So you don't know if it boosted that much. Hey, 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 hey. A little bit more. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> and I'm not clipping. Yay. That's the intro. Welcome. 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 Welcome to Cybercast. Happy Palindrome Day. And I'm Clay. I'm Ty. I'm Tosh. And I'm Dick. Happy, happy what day? Palindrome Day. Palindrome Day. What's that? Today is 02-02-2020. And if you read it backwards, it's also 02-02-2020. Whichever way you read it from, whichever language. Where did you see that today? What do you mean? Today's... What do you mean? You didn't just wake up thinking that. Where did you see it? Well, no, I actually thought about it yesterday that I need to write a post on on february the 2nd because of all the twos and whichever way you look at it and the way when i when i when i write at work i write without slashes or dashes right i just write like when i write dates i just write 0202 2020 when i write dates i write sorry it's not gonna work out (laughs) 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 wow you had that one ready to go didn't you (laughs) nope pull out my ass (laughs) oh that's good dick that's what she said (laughs) It's gonna be that type of show. I walked right into that one. Eh? Uh, happy New Year, everybody! Yes, Happy New Year. Is our first show of the year? It is. Mm. No, right? No, it is. Is it? is it? Yeah. We skipped January, huh? Yeah. What did y'all oh. think of January? It Man. went by fast. No, it, it was heavy. <laughs> Jeez. Why? Because of Kobe? Yeah. That just what happened at the end. It was uh, that did hit me. Uh, I guess we can talk about Kobe today too. Probably. Yeah. Probably should. Yeah. I mean, just the reaction, I guess. Yeah. No, but I've been seeing a lot of people talking about January like it's like this year's already like tough, even before that though. Yeah, I know. Me too. I'm like it's gonna be one of these years. I think twenty eighteen was like that. Where people just like this year kicked my ass uh, <laughs> I didn't say the whole word. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. So like uh it's February now, so we're gonna kick off the new year again. Mm-hmm. Sort of. I don't know. For me, it went by f- super fast. That means you were probably like, busy, right? Yes. For me, I felt like it. Like maybe uh, uh, right before Kobe was, you know, passed. I I was thinking to myself, man, we're still in January. <laughs> I felt like it was long. I, I felt it was kind of long, but nothing. It, there's nothing major that happened aside from that. That was like. That made it feel long. It's just, you know, a regular old month. And the whole stuff that's happening in China, right? Yeah, the whole, yeah, that's China. Yeah, the coronavirus. Um, A lot of people look like, if you look at social media, a lot of people look like they have the winter blues are hitting them hard. I don't know. It feels, it feels, something feels weird. And it could be, it could be the whole impeachment hearing stuff, all of that hanging over the whole month. Maybe. Even I don't, I don't pay that much attention to it. I, I I watch it every day. (laughs) You do? Yeah. Just so he can be acquitted? Yeah, that's what it's uh, it, headed it for, isn't it? It's headed for that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's you can bet on that, right? I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah, I don't really know. I don't know. It just it just feels like it feels like, um, I feels like I I want to be present for when, uh, because there's a change happening in this country and. We're basically, you know, we had the information age, we had the, uh, you know, all the different ages. We're we're in the post truth age right now. Like there's, there, I mean, we we are past truth. There's no, there's no coming back from this. Um, and I know there are a lot of people who I I am friends with who are who are supporters of Trump. Um, but I don't know how you could look past some of the stuff that's happening. So I don't know. The thing is, though, I want I wonder if it was your guy or somebody you 
relate to more. I, I know you're not really into politics. If you would think it's that bad, you know, because I'm just trying to be put myself in their shoes mm-hmm. and and see how how would I be okay with some of the stuff that people are okay with. But see, Dick, I'm an independent. Uh, there's no my guy or my girl. I, I, I know what you. I know what you. What you mean? But um, as an independent, you are able to like somebody. No, more no, than true, other true. Person. I yeah. agree. And it's obvious that only a certain type of most people, are, I think, don't really agree with Trump. They can, they can be Republicans and all that, and they can, and they can honestly say like, okay, I don't think this guy is that great. Right. And there's some that just it's their guy, and they just will ride with him. Yeah. Till the very end. I'm not that loyal to anyone, honestly. I, especially when I feel like there is injustice. Uh, don't let Kish hear this. <laughs> Why not? I just said I'm not that loyal to anyone. He did. Oh. He said, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that. I missed yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh, the, the, the loyalty is also a bit of the situation where you've gone so far into that rabbit hole of Trump's that it's hard to dig yourself out of it. Mm-hmm. It's hard to backtrack, you know. Uh, if you've been riding with this guy for the, the past three years, if not longer, then yeah. how are you yeah. going to all of a sudden then say, oh, yeah, um, now I see the light. Right. I, I, I guess I do see some people on Twitter actually coming around. Mm-hmm. Yep. Few and far between, but definitely some people who finally uh, sort of drew that line, like, this is it. Yeah. Can't, can't uh, you know, in good conscience sort of continue. I mean, there are, there are even people in uh, uh, who are in the, you know, who are uh, in the hearings who basically say, they think Trump is wrong, and that he did wrong, but they are not going to f- wit- uh, to vote for more witnesses. Okay, right. Not just mm. sure how that is justifiable, but okay. So yeah, and I think we politics, lost all the uh, listeners now. <laughs> politics in this country is 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 it's uh, it's in a terrible state. It is. It is. It has been for a while, but it is. Yeah, and and I, and, and, and to always bring up like I was not an Obama fan. Like at all, like there were. I was very disappointed in Obama. Uh, there's nothing. Um, there's nothing that made me say that he was extremely for the black community, like it, and and or extremely for being. Uh, I mean, come on, the drone strikes and all that sort of stuff. Like that is, I, I'm I'm a, I'm I'm vegan all throughout and through. Like I don't believe in all that sort of stuff. So you know, I, I would I, like I, for for once a president to be more caring kind and caring but you do realize america is the death star right we're i know, <laughs> I know. okay i know i know <laughs> so mm. all the benefits that come with living on a death star you're still kind of the killer yeah you're part of a killing machine i know but like how much is like trump's success due to like that he's fortunate that the, the economy right now is pretty good it depends on it, it has depends. been doing good huh it has been doing good for a while it has been I mean, but the thing is that the economy doesn't turn on a dime like it had to have started somewhere it started under obama like so you know like a, a upward trend starts somewhere it doesn't just out of nowhere appear it starts yeah. to rise somewhere so and, and if he if he has a positive effect on the economy that's great i'm not gonna hate on it right if that's, Neither if that's an actual fact well i'm gonna hate on it if he's if he's kind of claiming that for himself which is exactly. doing a lot yeah. yeah, but I mean, you know, these record unemployment rates, uh, these, you know, uh, any any sort of progress that that sort of come along and is observable, he's kind of 
trying to claim for himself, where a lot of it comes from the previous administration. Right. I, I honestly believe Trump, Trump is trolling. <laughs> I, I think he knows what he's doing, and like, he, and he's playing these people that fall for it. Yeah. He knows there's certain things he can say that are just going to get people so excited, and he just does it. Yeah. I That's why I, he can get away with just lying. I agree. He, hmm. He's like, he's figured it out. I agree. All right, listeners, you're not here for Trump talk. <laughs> So, <laughs> um, the iPad, the lovable iPad, the one that Dick is never going nice to. Segue. Yes, hey, listen, I'm sorry, but next thing you know, we're gonna get hate mail because the cybercast is. I don't know. Uh, you started it, Clay. I did. <laughs> we were just talking about Kobe. Yeah, we were talking about Kobe. Um, well, you want to see something else about Kobe? How did y'all? How did y'all handle that? I was. I, I'm. St- I'm. I was in shock. I'm kind of still he, in shock. I feel like it, he's kind of our age, right? He definitely. He's, he's age, 41. Right? He's one year old. He's months older yeah. than me. He always mm-hmm. felt my age too. Cause, I mean, because he was like in high school when I was in high school. Yep. And I don't know, yeah. And, and it was, I was kind of surprised that I actually got emotional a couple of times when I've heard some tributes about him. Yep. Same. When, you know, normally I, I I was like, man. But I think it was really the aspect of a father not going back home to his kids or... And a daughter. A father yeah. uh, dying with their, their kid and, and wondering what... Like, while it's happening, like, what can I do to protect my child? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's sad. Hmm. I, I thought the same thing, Dick. One of the first things that I thought was, uh, I thought of you guys. Yeah. You know, kind of, uh, first thing when I heard the news was, for me, was right before going to bed. I was like, damn. Like, uh, here, obviously, basketball um, and, you know, American sports in general aren't as part of, you know, culture mm-hmm. uh, as mm-hmm. over there, obviously. So I've only been exposed to Kobe in passing but I immediately thought, like, hey, for for you guys, also seeing as you're in the dead center of sort of that generation, uh, must have affected you somehow. Yeah, yeah, it, it certainly did. And for as much as I knew about and of of Kobe, it definitely touched me as well. That uh, I always had the feeling, like, compared to a lot of other you know iconic figures in sports in general, that Kobe was one of the more, let's say, cerebral and, and humble characters he was cocky in the beginning he was very cocky mm-hmm. a lot of people didn't like him at least in his in his later life then, yeah yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely yeah the thing about it but the things that the thing is that the, the, it's it's one thing to be cocky and suck and it's one thing to be cocky and actually be great and he was cocky and great so it's it was kind of hard it's, it was kind of hard to shut someone like him down and you know because he's cocky because he gets up in your face about it in terms of his his performance right but it's like mm-hmm. but he's pro- he's proven himself and and he's even with the limited amount of time that he was playing at the beginning, he proved himself. I mean, you know, a but high school. Was a, huh? kind of, I think he was also maybe socially awkward. Didn't he? Didn't he? Have some kind of weird schooling. So yeah, he, and he he went to school in Germany for a while. He went, he did some sort of homeschooling, I believe, and all yeah. all of that. Yeah, I mean, the guy was uh-huh. the, the guy, the guy. The, the the thing that I admire about him is that he wasn't just like your average. Uh, uneducated black person coming into oh my god no but it's no no but they, <laughs> I'm okay. run that back <laughs> no 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 i'm just saying though if you had let me finish you'd hear what i said i don't know i don't i know where you're going where am i going where am i going you said uh, go ahead athletes right you're talking about no no because the oh. thing is that he actually didn't go to college right and so right. he was he was educated enough for me to say okay he could do further schooling on his own not having to go to college because he was extreme. He was extremely brilliant. He was very smart. And, you know, the guy was spoke like three languages or whatever. 
He was really smart. It's like like mm-hmm. like if you listen to Kobe Bryant versus listen to LeBron, like you like you, clearly LeBron should have gone to college. That's what I'm saying. Why do you say that? Because LeBron, Le- LeBron do- is not as articulate in in expressing himself. He's he he could he could have used some more education. Yeah, but I, I think even some people that go to college sometimes don't even get that. And yeah, maybe um, you're right. I'm having like me as a parent. I'm not stressing college that much. Yeah, if you don't stress college that much, though, you have to make sure that you do educate your kid better than the average high schooler is get educated here. Like I yeah. consider myself as a high schooler, I was I was probably brighter than most of the high schoolers because I mm-hmm. I was well rounded in terms of like doing my own research about stuff outside of just what was required for school. Loads of kids don't See, do that. Like you went to school for something specialized mm-hmm. for medicine, you know, and that for for those things you need college. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've besides the actual knowledge I've picked up of I've I've got to learn those things outside of college. Mm-hmm. Um. I didn't really. I've matured. That's about it. But I didn't really learn anything special in college. I don't. I don't feel necessarily that there's a direct correlation between being able to articulate yourself well, having um, a, a sort of good frame of reference when it comes to the world at large, uh, and having a college education. Like I know plenty of people who have gone to you know really good schools, um, have degrees upon degrees, but still can learn a lot about um yep. how the general. world works mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. about culture about society about how to how to be a good how to be a good person right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. and 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 conversely i know a lot of people without any uh, form of uh you know uh higher education that excel in that in that regard mm-hmm. yeah so i i think i think so college really is not about it's not about learning more. It's about learning how to, throughout life, be able to learn more. Like, to, like if you go, if and, and you know, okay, if you like, even just an AA, right, a regular two-year college, I think is better than nothing because it it teaches you how to get. Like, you, it doesn't teach you to know the answers. It teaches you how to get to the answers, right? If anyone gives you a, like, like, okay. Let's let's talk about a field that I'm into right now, right? that I'm into, right? F- uh, podcasters, podcasts. I hear a lot of podcasts where they are are they are saying they're saying something that was told to them by, let's say, a listener, or they they heard about it from another podcast. If you go to college, you know that your references matter. If you don't go to college, like it doesn't matter. Like you just say, oh, someone said so, and you don't refer back to the person. But you learn it in high school, and I think. References matter less and less now, even to college educators. Really? That's just sign of, that's our time. We, oh, you, that's scary. You just said it earlier. That's scary. Dick. You said it earlier. It, the truth doesn't matter anymore. It's like um, people pick out convenient truths truths mm-hmm. for them. Okay, that's scary though. And you know, one thing that I really find with uh, school mm-hmm. is the way education is right now. Is like basically people go to school just to go to school. Like, okay, I need to. Do something. I need to get a degree. Okay, I'm. A lot of times, I see people who just do something mm-hmm. just to do it. That's me. And some people, you know, know like, okay, I want to do this. I want to work towards that. So I'm gonna take this course and that. You know, but some people don't know, which mm-hmm. is, in a way, is fine. In a way, it's, you know, 
Well, that, I think also, that's the fault of the school. The, the school, once you get there, they need to explain to you and, and make you understand why you actually are there so that hopefully you you do either stay and finish it or you understand exactly why you shouldn't be there. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, but some people just want the paper. The paper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's expensive. It is. The paper. <laughs> Very expensive paper. <laughs> I mean, I don't yeah. regret doing it. I'm glad having finished it, you know, especially if you started, I think you should finish it if you can. But I don't, I actually don't think it's necessary mm-hmm. for, for what I'm doing now. I could have done what I'm doing without college because I learned most of it in the business. Um, and it's kind of how I am. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm so, more in agreement with you, by the way. But go ahead. Sorry, Tosh. No, just, just looking from my own point of view or my own frame of reference, like you know, I have a master's. But if I, for instance, compare myself to my peers in the field that I work in, that doesn't necessarily make me uniquely equipped to be effective and, and make a difference in the field that I'm in. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I will say getting a master's does kind of immerse you more into, because I started a master's program and you, you do a lot of research, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to kind of delve into your subject very deeply. So it, it's an easy way, I guess, to find an appreciation or a passion for a subject. By getting a master's, and but not everybody's gonna take it as far as they should. Some some people just will finish it, and some people will actually make something meaningful happen. Mm-hmm. Elon Musk drop out of college, university. He yeah. did. Elon did. Uh, Steve Jobs did. A lot of people did. Um, I remember I was gonna do it when I started my my cheesecake website, and I started making some sales, mm-hmm. and it was kind of it was interfering with class because I had to check my orders in the class. Mm. And at one point, I was thinking, I'm gonna drop out. I was like, what if I just focus on this? And and, and my mom, mm-hmm. she really didn't want me to do that. And then I sold it for cheap and I said, I'll be able to start another one later. And <laughs> uh, never really got anything started again. But mm. well, it also was a different time, right? Because back then it's like yes. all you need is a paper. You know, you and, need and, the paper. But and I was like one of the only people, one of the only sites I was doing. So it might have been something. It might have became something. Even mm. though the domain that I sold is gone, but I think they might still be operating it under a more effective name. Mm, interesting. But nowadays, yeah. it's less and less about what, what what kind of paper do you have instead of like what kind of experience do you have? How do you work in a team? You know. Yeah. Right. Are you willing to learn? That's what I like about the whole coding industry is they don't care if you go to college. Boot camps are fine, mm-hmm. and and they have to demonstrate that you know what you're doing, and then you can learn a job mm-hmm. yeah yeah you're exactly right and it helps to have a computer science degree or something in, to that effect but yeah, when yeah. it comes to purely the the skill of programming that somebody anyone can learn uh with all of the resources that are that are out there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. agreed yeah because the thing is that uh, it, uh, some people just get the paper and don't do anything while they're getting the paper and someone who is actually doing the education on their own, like during boot camps or whatever, actually are creating things. I mean, who would you rather have on your team, right? Someone who will yeah. ship a product. One thing I will say, and this is from my personal experience, I am glad I went to an HBCU, mm. a historically black college mm-hmm. university. That's the only thing meaningful that I got out of college is realizing that you can be around, you can have four, five, in my case, six and a half years <laughs> to be around people and just kind of be, just be yourself. You don't have to 
code switch, you know, hmm. you can totally be yourself. And that was, that was actually pretty cool. I, I'm going to oh. admit something here. What? I wish I had done the same. Okay. Let me, let me ask you guys a question because like me and maybe Taj too, like I'm from the Netherlands. So our school system is way different, right? Mm-hmm. But what kind of benefit does a black school bring to you in regards to like a regular college well um in the past people always said that going to one of those schools is actually a negative i think in recent year not not everybody but a general consensus and they probably still might feel that way um especially people that are not black might look at it and say why would you do that to yourself but there's a growing trend that i see that people have a lot of hbcu pride Mm -hmm. and it just kind of promotes black excellence it really does like it's it's not like people are competing but they're almost like trying to make sure everybody does well and comes up but besides that you can just really be yourself uh down the street was florida state university where i was going to initially go that's the school i was i was set on going my mom wanted me to go to the school i went to famu and you go on campus there and you can just see you have to um, people look at you differently. You can't just just really, especially the Greek fraternities and stuff. You can't just really be yourself without worrying about if you're going too far. Mm-hmm. It was it was just a different vibe mm-hmm. under under different campuses. Mm-hmm. Cool. But yeah, that's that's my that's the one thing I probably will preach for for my son too. Mm-hmm. Okay, trying to make it go to Because Clay, you say like um, you wish you had gone to uh, HBCU, right? Yeah, yeah. I find that yeah. odd that you say that, Clay. Why? I know that. I, I I didn't think you. I thought you looked at him like, why would I want to go to, a you know, like a black school? Like the world is not a black world. It's it's a, you know. A, yeah, but a that's regular. The, that's the thing, though. Like I I I get reminded of it every day. So for if I had four years of being reminded uh, uh, how how great it could be, just to try to figure out what uh, what your community, your culture could do. Rather than just being part of the whole the the the, the wider world uh, mm. in school and then also now outside of school. Yeah. So yeah. You have nothing like that in Holland, right? No. No, because uh, like the, even the sort of the the foundational history of the Netherlands kind of doesn't lend itself to something like that, mm-hmm. right? Like True. we're a European country. Are all right. Let's let's try not to botch this too much, but. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, we, we 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 colonized the world sort of overseas. That's mm-hmm. where the plantations were. Yep. Yeah, and then after slavery, sort of the the different ethnic groups that were affected by slavery sort of made their way over here mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. education migrants. You know that that's how my parents got here. Yep. Uh, and there there wouldn't be like a college or university that that would sort of have its roots stemming from that part of dutch culture you're right yeah right you can you can have very various degrees of you know um diversity and that that already starts at the um you know primary and middle school level mm-hmm. um there there it's i think it's much more of a hot button issue there at that level than it is uh, in higher education yeah. like having sure. your kids your young kids go either to uh, a white school black school that's literally what they're called in uh, sort of colloquially or a more integrated uh, more mixed type of school. Mm. They have black schools there. I mean, they're they're, they're 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 not they're, they're, they become black schools due yeah. to sort of the they, majority they of their pupils being either of, uh, of 
you know, non-Western heritage. Mm-hmm. Has to do with neighborhoods, I'm guessing. But they're they're not labeled. They're not labeled. They're not labeled as such officially. Yeah. But they become that. Is it neighborhood yeah. related? It, it yeah. Sometimes, it can be. yeah. Yeah, it most, can be. Most of the times, it's neighborhood related, and also like you know the majority of you know the backgrounds of the kids. You know, a lot of Moroccan, Turkish, uh, Surinamese, mm-hmm. Antillians, uh t- Just name everything that's. Not Western, that person. Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a complex it's a complex issue. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. I think it's uh it's it's loaded in a very different way than it is over there. Like mm-hmm. you hear a lot of sort of white Dutch pe- white Dutch parents being concerned about oh I hope my kid doesn't end up at a black school because <laughs> they might be held that's, back. That's a thing here too by their peers or the, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a thing over here too. Actually. I, <laughs> I can relate because I went to a from a very I mean predominantly white school, very great school to a a black a black school in high school mm-hmm. by choice, and my mom and dad were kind of furious at me, but I was like, eh, I don't know, I'll go ahead and do it. Yeah. So on, mm-hmm. on a personal level, though, what what did that bring you? Who me? Yeah. Um. What did that bring me? I don't know. Uh, it, Why did you was, make the that choice? Was, that was my first exposure into. Because you know um, the, the university I went to, they called it because the high school I went to was Boyd Anderson and and um, my university FAMU. Some people called it Boyd Anderson Part Two. A lot of people from my school ended up there. Yep, like a, a great number of my people that I went to school with were in my university. Um, so it was kind of like a continuation, really. Mm-hmm. It would have been a, a shock going from the school I was at initially, Nova, mm-hmm. to Florida A and M. That would have been a shock. I would have, I would have. It would have felt weird, maybe. But what I started to do in high school is I started to find out that I can kind of be myself. I used to, you know, like listen to different kind of music. I used to listen to rock and stuff. And I always kept it a secret, you know, mm-hmm. listen to on my headphones. And if somebody came up to me, I'd put on the radio to like <laughs> hip hop station. But I, I started to just be like myself and, and be like, this is what I'm into. Definitely in college, I used to blast. Like Ramstein from my my dorm. You know? <laughs> wow! And people be like, "What are you listening to?" They don't know what it is. So, but it's funny just, that was that was that was not a fringe thing at all uh, when I was in high school. That was just main, that was mainstream. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you th- you're thinking of you know in, in, a, in a black school, people are just listening to R and B rap. Right. Uh, you're you're eclectic if you listen to jazz, you know. But mm-hmm. I was blasting Radiohead and Tool. And uh, I put people on the music, different music. Speaking of music, did you guys uh, see Diddy's uh, Diddy's uh, speech at the Grammys or at the was it an after party for the Grammys? I did not. No. Oh, what he's talking about how because it, it turns out that I guess you know all these things are sort of rigged, which he of course said, yeah, of course they're rigged, and he you know he blasted them, and then of course after he blasted them for for you know ignoring R and B and hip hop for the most part. Uh, and he said that we have to be support each other. You know, the black artists have to be supported. And uh, he got blasted by Mace <laughs> after that. <laughs> I mean, Puffy, Puffy just can't can't catch a break in that regard, man. I've I've, I've been learning a lot about the sort of the west west coast east coast beef. You know, uh-huh. from kind of more of a historical sort of investigative journalism perspective. Uh-huh. Really, are you gonna write about it? I, I'm not. I'm not. But uh, for instance, oh. I, I listen to this podcast, Slow Burn, mm-hmm. which uh, latest season is all about that. You know, mm-hmm. and it seems like in this in this whole situation, like 
Puffy and by extension Biggie were always sort of let's not make this a a regional thing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we we artist to artist, we can have our differences, but let's not make it into this this turf war and start killing each other. Yeah, that was sad. And also, th- and also then, yeah, that 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 definitely <laughs> worked against them, mm-hmm. and it's probably the thing that got Biggie killed eventually. So you're saying that that Diddy was trying not to have it be East Coast West Coast? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I'm sure he was more focused on let's make money. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. <laughs> yeah, because he didn't that's, have much that's all. Let's all make money, right? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Mace Mace said that that uh, uh, Diddy gave him like what twenty years ago twenty thousand dollars and um, and now I'm trying to buy back my catalog from you. I gave I I think he offered him something like uh like two million or something like that for his it was uh, some millions he offered him. And then Diddy, Diddy said, oh, these other people are, are, if you beat the price that these other people are trying to buy it for, some place, some, some people in, in Europe, I believe, uh, then I'll give it to you. Or, you. or you can wait till you're 50 and then it'll come back to you or something like that. And then May says, well, the thing is that what, what, what you just said, you know, black helping black. Like, it's my music that I, you know, that you, you talked a young 19-year-old into producing with you. And I now I have nothing. And people ask me all the time why I'm not working anymore, why I'm not making music anymore. And I have to make up, like, you know, I, I don't want to be. I, he didn't want to be honest about it because he was, you know, burnt by by Diddy. And Diddy, he said Diddy did it to many people. Mm. But I, a lot of here. artists. Uh, go, go ahead. I was gonna say that story here over and over in music, though. Yeah, I, I'm sure it's changing, little by little. But everybody was getting. Bent over in the past. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's called the music business for a reason. <laughs> yeah, that's where getting the business came from. Oh boy! Wow. <laughs> well, like especially in that time of age, a lot of artists had like those issues. I remember like um, TLC. Mm-hmm. Yep. At the Grammys, and somebody asked them something, and all of a sudden they were like, "Okay, you know what?" We're gonna speak the truth. Mm-hmm. We make we sell a lot of rackets and this and that. We go on tours, but we're basically broke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, like yeah, that's an age-old story, right? Yeah, when you're yeah. Uh, you're working under a record label. You're basically you're getting an advance, right, mm-hmm. for future album sales to sort of you know uh, pay for your room and board, invest in making the album. But then you have to earn it back somehow, and if you don't, then yeah, the, the label's going to recoup all of that cost, and you're left with nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't see why they would complain about that. Uh, you're, you're given an opportunity. First of all, you can. I know it's it sounds harsh, but you you're the one that says yes or no to the contract. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. And then you're given an opportunity that most people don't have, and if it doesn't pan out, like let's say you you only recoup your advance. You you still got that money though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know? the it, the big the big problem is is like a lot of times these artists they're young they don't have proper representation they basically mm-hmm. don't know what's in the contract don't look at like the small letters right and don't and don't say. know and so don't don't know how to handle money that's uh, yeah. I think a major that's a big problem well. too. yes you know, of that's course Wesley's, that's Wesley's theory issue. right there. Yeah. Yeah. How do we know. get here? Uh, <laughs> I don't. We, we were talking about Diddy. Speaking of which, have you guys seen the Miss Americana uh, documentary, Taylor Swift? No. Oh, it's Is pretty it good? good. Gotta watch it. 
Oh, really? Miss Americana. That's on Netflix. Really? Like, oh, it's oh, really I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't catch it. It's really good. One that just got, got released, right? Yeah, it just got released, uh, I think, on Friday, if I'm not mistaken. Is it made by her or is it about her? It's about her. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. I, I, I've always liked Taylor Swift, but this, this put her next level up. I don't know. There's, there's a moment in the documentary where they talk about the whole... Uh, uh, her and uh, Kanye West thing. I I, I got to watch it again because it, it it it's almost like they addressed it but didn't address it. Like it it <laughs> it touched it but it didn't fully like go into it. So it was it address or non address or was that? Uh, was it addressed non addressed address? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But she she's an example of a person I think that's doing it right. Yeah, definitely. And and even if you felt like you've made a bad decision, you can do something about it and find a solution, you know? Mm-hmm. So instead of just being like, oh, I'm a victim, be like, okay, no, you're a celebrity now. Like, that means something. Mm-hmm. You can make money off yourself in other ways. Get an agent. Yeah. Go into acting. Something, you know? Yeah. You've been giving a spotlight. Make yeah. something happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you're, when you're, when you are a musician uh, or an, a, a celebrity, like, people are going to give you a chance before they give some nobody a chance. So if you're like, let's right. say TLC and you're broke, like trust me, figure out, get, try to get you know an, an agent. And of course, it's easier now probably with social media being the way it is yeah. versus when they went back then. But like you know, get into acting or you know, figure out you know, yeah. start a YouTube channel. Yeah. I'm thinking about Will Smith. You gotta know how to act though, because there are artists who go into acting do not. They don't belong on the stage. Oh, no, go on a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> like, you have to act for a Tyler Perry movie. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> well, I, I know one big art. I'm not going to name name because we're going to get a lot of hate. But cool. that's, I'm not going to name the name. Why, why, why not? <sighs> okay, Beyonce. What about? Sorry. Oh, oh, never mind. Oh, she's the worst. Beep that out. I've... I've <laughs> <laughs> Right? Yes, good good call. But like the th- the thing is like Beyonce, you know, for me personally she's not not my cup of tea, but she's a great singer and she knows how to market her music. Yeah. She's not a great singer. She's she, not a great singer. She, she I'm sorry. She makes good music. What? She makes good music. She makes good music, but she's not a great singer. She's not a great singer. I don't uh, think right. so. <laughs> I'm not even. <laughs> <laughs> no, she she's a great singer, but the thing is it's not for me. I like her, you know, do your thing, but like <laughs> Acting? <sighs> I haven't heard all of her songs though. I'm, I haven't delved in her album. I'm sorry. Okay, so look, there there are some there are some songs that I that, that really touch me, but for the most part, she does not move me. We're canceled after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm 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 completely completely distancing myself from <laughs> these statements statements right here. Yeah, but you can't you can't take my opinion. Seriously, um, it's it's. I'm, Listen, not, I'm, I'm in no way. Opinions are subjective. Yeah, right. Yeah, true. It's not a fact that she's that she sucks at singing. It just, I, it doesn't speak to me. Oh. <laughs> I didn't say she sucks. She just doesn't. She doesn't. It, it doesn't appeal to me as much. <laughs> Stop. <talking>. Stop <laughs> with the hot <laughs> takes, man. It's too hot. It's getting too hot. <laughs> man, the Bayhive is gonna get you, man. They're, they're just, just, just so you know, you know. Beehive, I don't have anything to do with this. <laughs> no, I love yeah, Beyonce. He he, he For me, it's just Beyonce. about the acting. 
Oh yeah, you, you were you were talking about acting. So <laughs> you're talking about like her role in Austin Powers or Oh gosh. Well, uh, what about what about uh, Dream too? Girls? Dream Girls though. Uh I didn't really like her in Dream Girls either. It was okayish, but like uh Jennifer Hudson was way better at it and she was basically well, she was sort a bit of a nobody. Who's a better singer? Hudson. I'm not asking you. I'm asking. I'm asking Tosh. Between Hudson and uh, Beyonce. Yeah. Uh, be between between Jennifer Hudson and Beyonce. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, <sighs> it's not a fair comparison. With just a singer or like an artist? Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, who do you like better? Uh, I guess you're gonna say Beyonce <laughs> because she's more. I'm, I'm going to say Beyonce for sure. <laughs> yeah. I think Beyonce is awesome. She is awesome. She is awesome. We're lucky. We are lucky to have. We, to be alive while Beyonce is here. No, I I, I agree she's, with she's that. She's one of these people that's going to go down in history as being one of the like, greatest. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. I I agree with that. I I definitely do agree with it. The, the, the Beyonce is no Whitney Houston, but we are lucky yeah. to have her. I agree. Yeah, but that that's a whole different era. Like I know that, but I'm just saying, like the Prince, like, the Michael Jacksons, the Whitney. Do we have Do we have a Whitney? That, but today, th- probably th- th- Beyonce is the Whitney okay. of. Today, okay, I won't, I won't fight that. Mine, mine is well, no, nah, I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> say it. That's say not it. necessary. Say it. <laughs> no, yeah, I think we we know what he's saying. <laughs> oh, we don't, you don't yeah. understand. No, well, let, let's put it this way: like, yeah. if you're, oh, if you're you. talking about <laughs> if you're talking about Taylor Swift as you know someone who is kind of approaching this whole stardom and musician thing the right way, then I think you can say that for Beyonce as well. Mm-hmm. I agree. Right? She started out in a similar position to Whitney with you know not not kind of being in control of her own um her own career path right and she right. kind of she emancipated herself yes she did even, even at the point where you know your husband is one of the most influential businessmen and, and rappers in the world he runs around on you and you're going to put him on blast <laughs> that's how emancipated she is yes i love that yep. yes yes yep. Tosh, question for you: Beyonce or Taylor Swift? Oh boy! <laughs> uh, ask me that again in ten years. <laughs> uh, you know, you um, know, it's it's, go- it's still gonna be Beyonce. <laughs> <probably>. <laughs> Listen, Beyonce, Beyonce um, is a is a better singer than Taylor Swift. If you're gonna ask me which one sings better, I'm gonna say Beyonce. Um, there's something that uh, there's something about both of them that I not about just their whole. They're, they're singing only just their celebrity just the way that they carry themselves um you know they 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 are um feminists who who stand up for women and I, I i applaud that and i i want more of that and and that's what i admire with with you know with this miss americana uh documentary quick question are y'all into billy eilish yeah. yep yep for sure Be, before before the y'all knew her uh I know her for like a year, one and a half years now, I think. Okay. No, I got put on to her, I think, last year. Mm-hmm. Like one of my employees go out of town to go see her. I'm like, Who, who's... I thought it was a dude, you know? I was like, what, Billie Eilish? And I started listening, and I was like, this interesting, interesting person to be this young to make such, I don't know... Deep music. Creative creative music, which I like. Mm-hmm. But she seems so humble, and I, I'm just wondering what she'll be like in 10 years. I hope we don't turn her into like a Kanye. Oh, gosh. <laughs> What do you guys think of Kanye? Oh. Haven't we discussed? Haven't we dissected Kanye? <laughs> yeah, we did. But I'm saying, like now, up to this point, I think he's he's nuts. He's starting a cult. Yeah, <laughs> a straight cult? up. 
occult. Hmm. I mean, I still, I still vibe with the music though. <laughs> I, yeah, no, even, I, even I, I, the, like the the Sunday service stuff, it's uh, gets me fired up. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Listen, I, there are moments when I'm in the gym when I just like sometimes I'm just like not feeling it a hundred percent, and I can put Kanye on, and I just get lit. Like I get fired up. Where I'm like lifting heavier weights than I normally do. And sometimes it's because I'm angry because it's like, you moron, you, you were so brilliant. <laughs> and sometimes I'm just like, this is so brilliant. Whatever this is you're producing, you're, this is so good. Uh, Even, yeah. he's, hmm? he's, he's, he is uh, brilliant. And it's still on brand though, because College Dropout, what was sort of his, yeah, true. his treasure from that album? It's Jesus Walks. Yeah, true. He, to the point where he made, I don't know, like five versions of the music video. <laughs> <laughs> but I also know this. I think Kanye knows, kind of like, kind of like Trump. Yeah, he knows how to get people behind him if he if he messes up, and, and all you have to do is go to religion, oh, and gosh. black people will be behind you. Whether you're believing what you're saying or not, you just have to pretend, and that's kind of what I think is happening. I don't think he believes 100 percent everything he's he's saying. Mm, you, you'll, sure ne- you'll never know. There's no way to find out. But I can just sense it sometimes in people. Well, what, so, I, what I also feel is that sort of the the diehard Kanye fans that remain have had to had have had like a high tolerance for all of these different shifts in his uh, you know musical style, his his demeanor. So you know, even going from let's say a late registration to a graduation, it takes a little bit of tolerance to go from this you know chipmunk soul type of feel to this more synthy stuff mm-hmm. him collaborating yeah. with Coldplay and all that stuff then to a uh, beautiful dark twisted fantasy and then to a Yeezus and you know if if, if you're not out by Yeezus then you're going to be around forever right mm-hmm. I, I like Yeezus well there you go you'll probably ride but with see, Kanye I, I, I do like well I love when artists evolve and that's why I like the fact that I have a a wide range of musical interests because I can understand someone that's really just into hip hop or R&B to find it a struggle to sometimes to follow somebody um, when they get creative like Tyler the Creator I'm actually surprised he got that much love for his his album which I think was good but I, I didn't think that many people would would follow it Igor mm-hmm. have y'all listened to it no not not a lot I've, no. I've, I've, I've only recently started sort of coming around to to Tyler okay but yeah, I mean, I, we're, we're jumping all over the place. But yeah, he's just an example of. But he's always been weird. Yes, you know? he has always so, been weird. But his, his this this album, I don't think it's really like a hip hop album. But you know, because you're black, you're gonna call it. And then he called him out for that as well. But yeah, point being, I like when artists evolve, and I as long as it's not, <laughs> I mean, even even lift yourself. <laughs> <laughs> gets played me and me and my son love listening to that song it, you know mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about whoopity whoop scoop whoop yeah <laughs> <laughs> that actually <laughs> even though I know he's trolling hard that song is, is actually one of my favorites <laughs> I just cannot believe it I cannot believe it when I'm listening to it, like wow that's, that's a post rap song <laughs> this should be included in a time capsule if you know the world's gonna end like put this song in there whoopity scoop Scoopity poop, but it it starts off so nice, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you jam it to it, yeah, and then he just takes a dump on you. <laughs> yeah, or or have you listened to Kitsy Ghost that album? Yeah, yeah. No, actually, I, I probably no. have, but uh, not. I haven't given it multiple rotations. You talking about Kid so, Cudi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. have the opening track, and you know, there, it starts with a Pusha T verse, which is good. You know, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and then Kaya comes in with a rah, ka 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 ka. Yes, <laughs> that's uh, this guy. So, I wonder what he's gonna end up as. So yeah, tonight, I, I think, tonight, uh, there's oh, a new podcast. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Nothing. No, I think what I was gonna say is uh, not a good thing. Anyways. Well, no, go ahead. I want to hear this. <sighs> no, I'm, no. What's he gonna end up? <laughs> Come on, I want to hear this. I, I was gonna say I wonder what Kanye is gonna be like, like in twenty years or so. Uh-huh. And I, I was gonna say he's one of these. One of these artists that will benefit from dying young. Oh, but I wow. <laughs> <laughs> I know, see? I'm just telling you, I don't want to say it. <laughs> oh, snap. Wow. Not, I don't want Kanye to die. No, I know, I know. But I'm, I know, you know what I'm saying? I know, I know. Like I, I, Kurt Cobain, we don't know what, what how he could have sucked like later on, right? Yeah. But we don't know that. The thing is that he probably is going to suck later on, actually. Because he's gonna get he's gonna get medicated and he's gonna have counseling. It does. I mean, and I I, I want that for him. But the thing is that th- this sort of this sort of process that he's he's going through right now is creating this work. You know, there are a lot of people who don't want like like there are a lot of people who don't want to get medicated because they feel it'll blunt their brain, their brilliance. And sometimes it does. And you know, it's it's better to be blunted than to just be completely out there, but then completely ruin yourself. So. I think when he's creating music, he should just be off medication. If he has to be on it, mm-hmm. then just say, "I'm making an album now. You can supervise me to make sure I don't kill my whatever." I don't know what kind of threats he has, mm-hmm. but if he has self harm threats, supervise him. Let him make his music when he's not under 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 medication. I think that's fine. <laughs> no, I don't know because the thing is that the people who are bipolar, for instance, they very often feel that oh i'm great now and then they go off of their medications and then the worst happens because they they were sort of uh, uh they had a baseline at at one point and then all of a sudden the mania kicks in and they say i don't need it and then all of a sudden the other end kicks in and they go further down and that's when they harm themselves or someone else mm. you know it's not like he's it's not like he's a lion you can stick in the cage right he's walking around <laughs> right so like supervised. So a babysitter for Kanye? You think you think Kim's gonna leave him? No. Well, if she hasn't by now, then yeah. No, I don't think so. She, they thrive on uh, on drama, so no. I think she will. You think she'll leave? Yeah. Huh. She wants somebody hotter than. <laughs> She's more vain than Beyonce. Yeah, I will agree. Who's more vain than Beyonce? Kim. Kim K. Because Beyonce will stay with Jay Z. You know, I've heard women argue that Jay Z might be the ugliest guy alive. I. I Joe Camel, yeah, you know, yeah, and and some women have said that he's attractive. So money, but, money makes many people attractive. But what I'm saying is, I think Beyonce is less. Uh, I think she's more. I think she might be a little deeper. I think so. Trust me, Beyonce didn't do it for the money. No, she got enough money. <laughs> no, I think them merging though helped both of them. I think so. Yeah. Do you guys think that? Do you guys think that uh, that that uh, Jay Z is deep? I think he's probably deeper than he his mu- than the music he puts out. That's what I feel, yeah. Because f- the music he's, is not he's, that he's deep. Ca- he said it in his song that he has to dumb it down. Because I've heard some some sort of not. I've heard some freestyle stuff where it's like, okay, the music is not that. So, deep. Uh, mm-hmm. I I I had a an image of Jay Z early on that he was a complete moron, right? So. When I, when I started getting into hip hop, was kind of sort of the big pimping era, Jay Z, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The volume three or two? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. So it was, yeah, obviously very commercial, not much substance. And then I 
her the black album you know his supposed last album mm-hmm. um and then i started to see these little shimmers of brilliance right and yeah. then if you kind of start to backtrack and analyze his lyrical ability he's he's a next level next yep. level mc mm-hmm. he's one of those people that people won't appreciate until he's gone because i mean he really is a a talent for our time as well yeah and i think he'll get more love when he's gone as well i i think he should be appreciated while he's here. Well, since we're jumping around all over the place, what do you guys think about him and Kaepernick? <laughs> I'm not familiar. He's, uh, he, he's defending the NFL because he has a, a partnership with the NFL, right? Uh-huh. He's defending the NFL in, instead of... Uh, def- you know who Kaepernick is. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been, yeah, I've been mistaken for Kaepernick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes, especially, especially then. <laughs> yeah. Have people actually... can. Like I said, thought they were, you like asked for an autograph and shit. <laughs> well, so look, uh, <laughs> uh, it was it was late in the evening in New Orleans, and oh. I walked I walked into a bar with uh, <laughs> with some <laughs> some some of the folks that that we work with, you know, in our company, and there there was this group of guys sitting at a table, and you know, obviously the type of guys that would be into football, mm-hmm. and they saw me walking in, they lost their minds completely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should have taken I, a knee. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, I, I should have. I should have. But yeah, then I, th- I think as I got closer to the table, I realized, oh, <laughs> nope, not him. Nope, not him. Yeah, I had that with a little kid once. Ugh. That's funny. All right, so we actually. So, what about Eminem? What do you guys think about Eminem? The new. You guys heard the new uh, song, Darkness, or the? I, I listened to the entire album. But I, I already, I've, I've, I've already been sort of convinced that Eminem is a god MC. Yeah, you like know, when it comes to pure, pure, pure ability and mm-hmm. pure, um, you know, sort of the diligence that comes with, you know, really being able to call yourself a rapper and calling yourself a great rapper. He is a master at that. Mm-hmm. You know, switching up flows, wordplay, um, and yeah. that doesn't mean that that the songs necessarily are great or that he has a lot to say always but mm-hmm. well that, that song that darkness we're, we're actually talking there's a new podcast that we started called rabbit hole and we're talking about that song darkness tonight um would you say that would you say that if you were to have to choose between eminem and jay-z which one would you say is the greater <laughs> <laughs> oh poor tosh i'm gonna say jay-z <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say who's the better rapper. Probably Eminem's a better rapper than Jay Z, but I think Jay Z's more valuable. Really? But yeah. Eminem, Eminem gave us 50. <laughs> and who did Jay Z give us? Everyone who else. Who <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> you can plead the fifth. No, you can't. No, no, no. no I feel like I have to say something. <laughs> <laughs> no, look. So, with with Eminem, I mean, it says a lot that that a white rapper garners so much respect among sort of the OG hip hop community mm-hmm. as someone who is truly part of of, of hip hop culture and is a uh, you know still to this day still an advocate for rap in its purest form. Mm-hmm. Whereas Jay Z, I think. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think Jay Z's contribution lies more in in combining 
uh, ability with business acumen. Mm, yeah. Having, having a vision for, uh, for multiple facets of the industry more than just, you know, being able to spit bars or being able to produce a nice song or, you know, making a good album. It's the whole package. Mm-hmm. And that, that hustler mentality. So you're saying that Jay-Z is like Edison and uh, Eminem is like Tesla? No, I'm not saying... I, I don't even know what you're going to say, but no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> no, I think if they ever if they were ever battled, Eminem would destroy Jay-Z. Yeah, I think so. You know, Jay-Z would try to be clever, but he would he, he would probably get... So there's no comparison I, I, there. I think if they were to compete... Eminem would kill Jay Z, but I value Jay Z. I say that. You know this ep- this episode actually is more fun than the one we had planned. I think <laughs> <laughs> this is this yeah. is like getting to know getting to know your 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 yes. Your this is just cast. off the cuff. Yeah. Can I can I can I suggest a title? Yes. <laughs> the one with the hot takes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I like that. Because mm-hmm. that's all it is. Hot takes, and we're gonna be like backtracking. <laughs> Next episode. <laughs> oh, we're not we're not backtracking. We 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 own these. Behar don't kill us. <laughs> Kanye don't die. <laughs> you know, you know. Uh, speaking of Behar, like I would say, one underrated artist in all of this would definitely be Rihanna. Mm, yes, definitely. Yeah. True. Yeah, you know what? I like her a lot. Yeah, I, I would marry her. To be honest. <laughs> Me too. Even if you, even after you married her, I'd marry her. Because <laughs> yeah, uh, and and me, you gotta realize that marrying her is like you know, you're marrying a wild child. Like you gotta be okay with whatever she does. Mm-hmm. Next week it might be Drake, but she'll come home to you. <laughs> but I mean, same. You have to, you have to, she. You have to be she secure. Knows she's hot, hot. But yeah, she ma- she makes great music. Yes, she does. And she has a beautiful accent. Definitely. But where you might argue that maybe Beyonce has more star power or more, is more polished or has a, you know, a bigger legacy. If you, if you think about Rihanna's, um, you know, back catalog up until now, like it, it's wildly diverse in, in different stylistic influences, you know, from dance hall to EDM mm-hmm. to sure. R&B uh, and everything in between. And uh, the other day, like uh, uh, I, I think I was listening to a podcast or was reading something where they just rattled off all all of the hits that Rihanna came out with, mm-hmm. and there there are very few artists where if you would rattle off all of their hits like that, that I would know every single one of them. Mm-hmm. And with Rihanna, that's that's just the case. She has this very unique ability to Transcend. you know create memorable music. Yeah, she does. Well, and like her. Uh, brand Fenty. Mm-hmm. I like the way she approached that. She's like, smart about it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the makeup, the clothing, you know, very all inclusive in terms of skin type, body type, you know, yeah. big girls, small girls, mm-hmm. tall girls, you know, just everybody. Everybody's welcome. You know? yeah, Which I thought was smart. Uh, I, I don't know if she's being genuine or she's just being like, I, how can I make the most money? <laughs> <laughs> well, why can't it be both? <laughs> yeah, it could very well be both. Yeah, I, th- yeah, I think it's both. Although I do have to say, though, she kind of falls in the same category as, as Beyonce in terms of acting. I don't acting. think I've ever seen her in anything. 
What was she in? Have, have, have you seen the thing with uh, Donald Glover? Is, is she any good in that? Donald Glover, which movie oh, was that again? The Papaya Island? Yeah, is that what it's called? That, that oh, that something one. Something that drops uh, out of the blue. <sighs> she doesn't have a lot of lines in it. I still, She still needs a real acting gig to like really define if she's yeah good. definitely Ocean's 8 is not it <laughs> I think Donald Glover mm. just puts himself in, in acting roles with women he wants to bang oh gosh <laughs> what I, I honestly believe it like you need to spend time with me to understand that I'm quirky and cool so wait did he get a chance with Rihanna I, I don't know but oh. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. It's setting yourself up for the chance. She's not. She's not Asian enough. If I was in this position, I'd do the same thing. I'd be like, I have a project. I think you'd be perfect for it. It's gonna require us to succeed. But okay, mm-hmm. you know. going a little bit left field. I don't know if you guys know too much about this, but um, so basically, Rihanna, Beyonce, they sort of come from the same era, right? Mm-hmm. And that's you there before, right? With Destiny's Child. Yeah, Destiny's Child became before Rihanna, Uh I think. Yeah. But, unfortunately, she's not with us anymore, but, like, Aaliyah. Mm -hmm. I I think of this, like, a few times, like, those three would be major, right? And I personally think that maybe Aaliyah would have taken the crown if she would still be here. If she she was not with R. Kelly. (laughs) Oh, gosh. No, I'm serious. No, nah, she, she she wasn't with R. Kelly anymore. She wasn't? The they broke part. up? Yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, he would probably try to stick her. No, nah, she, she, she broke up with him. When she died, she wasn't together with him anymore. No. Okay. As long as I stayed that way. But, like, she was just about to hit the rise, right? Mm-hmm. And she had also had... Like a couple of acting roles, and they were actually not bad. Exactly. Yeah. How old was she when she died? Twenty-two. I don't know. She was young. Yeah. Super mm-hmm. young. Too young. Yeah. The thing is, I don't know if if she would have been able to match. Beyonce is a, is a. I mean, Beyonce is a is a true businesswoman. I don't know if any of them would uh, would be able to. I don't know if she would be able to match. But th- th- there's a thing where, like I said earlier, like yeah. Beyonce is is a, a fantastic businesswoman, but yeah. it wasn't always that way. Right. True. Good point. True. Right. Good in point. the be- in the beginning, she was definitely kind of a puppet uh, of you know her dad who was managing her at the time and you know uh and probably the same could have been the case for uh Aaliyah, right mm-hmm. um so mm-hmm. also there it's kind of the matter of whether she would have been able to kind of pick her own lane and you know do her own thing true although Aaliyah could have benefited of the missy and timberland connection oh yeah yeah that's true she was 22 when she passed 22 yeah. wow mm-hmm. she was Oh, she was the same age as me, actually. When in two thousand one, I was twenty two. Yeah, she was. She was our age. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is is it just me or is Missy actually aging in reverse? Yeah, I'd say, I'd say, yeah, <laughs> I think so. Looking younger. Yes, she is. Uh, yeah, like the the, the other day. Well, not the other day. It was probably a few months ago. But she posted. Um, she she redid the picture uh, on her debut album. Mm-hmm. And she actually looks younger today than she did back then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's she, she's lost weight again. She's lost weight. Yeah, yeah, she has. I haven't seen her in a long. I didn't know she was making music. She is she producing? What does she do? I think she's been producing, uh, even when she wasn't necessarily putting anything out of her own. I think she's always been producing. Mm-hmm. 
Missy probably went vegan if she's looking at it. But usually these people who go in reverse, usually you find out they're like plant-based or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. But sometimes, sometimes it works against them because they lose too much body fat and then their faces look sunken and then people say they look sick. Oh. Yeah, it's a delicate balance. Huh? Yeah, it is. Yeah. What about uh, Andre, Outcast? Isn't he coming out with a new album? Is he? Because at one point... No, he, uh, actually, I, I listened to an interview of his with uh, Rick Rubin. Yeah. Uh, that's a broken record. Have you heard of that podcast? Yeah. Nope, I haven't. It's brilliant. It's really brilliant. So mm -hmm. he's, I don't think he's really caught that creative wave yet where he's in a position where, you know, he can just put out an album. Mm -hmm. uh, I think he's kind of burnt out in a way. Yeah. And he feels like he really needs to reinvent himself or, or you know, uh, do something radical, uh, you know, kind of to merit him releasing as Andre 3000 again or as Andre Benjamin or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he'll pop up on guest verses here and there, you know, on the Adam Pack album or, you know, wherever. But uh, he, he he requires uh, like a very specific type of creative environment and, and headspace to be able to, to make music. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what he would benefit from. This, this, this new short album trend. It's, I think, less pressure to make a huge body of work that has to all be good you know and it kind of just gets you so, so you're, you're saying basically that kanye should produce him <laughs> i i guess but also like black thought he did it with two albums kanye right. had nothing to do with it but it's, it's kind of like the trend you can you can do that now and people are done being upset about it you know it's like hmm. that's fine but andre and that's a way to it's like a mixtape I, I agree but andre is a very cerebral person like he has he um he has to be in the zone for him to actually put something out. Like, I mean, he, yeah, I think, I think, yeah. you know, he's, he, I mean, like right now he's, he's, I think he's dealing with anxiety right now, isn't he? Like mm -hmm. sort yeah. of, he has massive anxiety and, and it's probably because he's not fully in the zone one, knowing exactly where and how to attack his next move. But also mm. he knows that people expect a lot of it. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's a good point. Like people have him on a list of favorite lyricists. He's, uh, he's up there for me, man. <laughs> He doesn't want to disappoint. I know. I understand. Yeah. Wow. So what were we talking about? iPad? <laughs> <laughs> That'll have to be the next episode. <laughs> I'm cool with that. Definitely. Now, this is a really great episode. Like, I've, I've heard from people before that they love it when we are sort of revealing stuff about ourselves. This definitely revealed about us. I mean, Clay is going to get death threats from the, <laughs> from the hive. And everyone else is safe because no one else went in on it. <laughs> I kind of went in. You know, I like, <laughs> think the only person safe in this episode is Tosh. Yeah. He's, he, 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 he kept a safe space. Yeah. That's what I'm here for, man. <laughs> <laughs> he buffered himself from us. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about mm -hmm. really quickly yeah. about cancel culture. About what? Cancel culture. Oh, what's that? Okay. And, and, and people... It kind of, uh, I think you might have posted this too, Clay, but I'm, you know, hearing about people wanting BuzzFeed, Buzz, BuzzFeed to be held accountable or be shut down for, uh, how they broke the story. Yeah. With, uh, oh, you mean the, the, and, the, the story of Kobe? Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that was, but, uh, TMZ. TMZ. Yeah. yeah that's what I'm, I said BuzzFeed. <laughs> <laughs> TMZ. But, um, not only that, but, you know, with people as well, yeah. you know, when, when they, when there's a mis misstep. Yeah. And people are like, no, we all, what do you? How do y'all feel about that? Define define cancel uh, culture. Oh, cancel culture is like when when like we find out R. Kelly is a a pedophile, a rapist, 
pedophile abductor, and you say cancel R. Kelly. Don't listen to R. Kelly anymore. Mm. Oh, okay. okay. Which it's a delicate I, it's a delicate balance for me as well. Uh, like, yeah, with R. Kelly, I think it's pretty unanimous that you know listening to his music about bumping and grinding and <laughs> that's it's no longer appropriate. But then I still listen to Michael Jackson, right? Yeah. Where there might be arguments against that as well, right? So there, uh, it's kind of a per person judgment that I make, and mm-hmm. yeah. And sometimes I, I I'm I try to separate the two, right? When, when with Kanye, for instance, like if if I were to only judge him based on his public appearances and uh, you know <laughs> sound bites, then I would definitely not even pay him any mind, you know. But it's the music that kind of works as a counterbalance. Or, you know, uh, if you watch old Disney movies, you know, with the knowledge that <laughs> Walt Disney was a flaming racist, then yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll say this. Um, I, I, I've always thought R. Kelly was dirty. His lyrics, I knew they were dirty. Not because I, I, I knew the guy, I could just smell it on. But my, Gosh. I'm for Four real. Words, but yes. and, and people thought I was like hating on R. Kelly. Like this is like in you know yeah. high school and college. Yeah. And I'm just telling, I'm like this. He's disgusting. Yeah. I mean, I'm I, like, nah, man. He, that's my junk. That's my. That's my jam. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Now, my point I was trying to make about cancel culture is that I think people need to make their own judgment and not just drag everybody in yeah. to do what they feel they should do. Like. No, you should no longer listen to this person, or you should. I, I think if you don't want to support a person anymore, do that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why people try to like get a group and to let's collectively try to ruin this person yeah. based on their their one mm-hmm. the worst decision they made. But uh, in R. Kelly's case, it's not just a one time thing. He, he you know he's, he's been a habitual offender. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there's one specific case where I'm to this day like very, very conflicted, right? So, um, do you know Chris Hardwick? Yeah. No. No. So he's a well comedian slash podcaster slash TV host. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, at one point, um, there was a a blog po- post by a former girlfriend of his, mm-hmm. um, exposing all types of you know uh, abuse and um. Yeah, types of behavior that uh, got him, you know, fired from all of his TV gigs, um, that got him completely sort of wiped out from, uh, you know, the the company that he founded. Mm-hmm. And the, basically, he, he when he got suspended from his TV gigs, sort of the, the company that was, he was working for, I think it's AMC, uh, like uh, the, the an investigation into the allegations that were made in in the blog post, and yeah, sort of sort of couldn't corroborate anything that that had been said, right? And which which obviously is would be the case if you know it's it's about an abusive relationship. How yeah. do you right. prove prove all of that? Right. But so then you're in a situation where you can't really know for sure what happened. Yeah. And you never will know for sure what happened. But um, you know, all of the podcast that he did and the podcast that he's still doing i can't listen to anymore yeah me neither really you can't you i can't bring i can't can't bring myself to listen to no and they, and they, that bad? they were good mm-hmm. the nerds was amazing um but yeah hold on was the allegations that bad like he did some terrible there were some stuff? like really bad things yeah, yeah. i mean about like even about uh, uh 
if the food, the way she had to eat or something like that, like the way yeah, the yeah, or couldn't couldn't to... go out and uh, yeah, was forced to stay in the house and uh, so yeah, basically being relegated to to a sex slave. That's kind of yeah, uh, exactly. The, 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 oh my god! Oh, yeah. Wow, it was really bad. I, yeah, I was like, sick if, reading. If it. it's all tr- if it's all true, then yeah, it definitely deserves to be canceled. But yeah. Uh, I mean, but so let's look at Johnny Depp, right? Johnny Depp, didn't they cancel all of the stuff with Johnny Depp after him? And uh, it turned out that uh, Amber Heard had, I guess, accused him of abusing her. But it turned out that she was the one who was actually abusing him. Well, they probably (laughs) abused each other. But the last altercation that got, you know, everyone to go to sort of say, you know, we don't want to we don't want to be involved with Johnny Depp, you know. But it turned out that that she was the one who was abusing him. or it was like a two-way street, and it's hard. It's hard to know what is true. Same thing with Kobe and the whole allegation against him, right? We we we. I mean, there was a payout. We don't know what happened. Um, like a lot of me is angry because I mean, when it happened, it was I was angry. We all knew that Kobe was most of the basketball players uh, uh, cheat on their wives. That's one thing, but to actually abuse someone like the, the you know, there's a lot of basketball players, Clay. They're not all of our stars. <laughs> but yes, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, but, but 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 Clay, would you say if they were college educated, they wouldn't be as inclined? <laughs> Just a typical black guy in the NBA. <laughs> yeah. See, and, and here's um, here's the way I feel about when people make a mistake, mm-hmm. and like in Kobe's case, where there was a, a settlement, right? Mm-hmm. Now, we, once you've done wrong, you can't take it back, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's been, it's happened. Yeah. If a person is felt that they are made whole, and it takes money to do it, and if you could say like, okay, I've, I've messed up, do you feel this will make you whole? Like, mm-hmm. will this settle the matter for you? I know... It, it may have other effects. And if they accept that, I think then, then we can move on. Now, some people are not going to agree with that, but that's between the, the, the victim and the, the predator, right? And they, if they have made peace with it, then I think we can forgive the person as well. That's kind of like what yeah. jail is for too, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you, you go to jail, you come out and then you're supposed to be that's your debt paid to society. Hopefully yeah. people can move on. Um, I mean, John Mayer is a good example too, right? Like I think he's around- done something. Well, around '09, he kind of became sort of an irredeemable asshole. Yeah, like just oh, completely really? full of himself. Um, would you know say all types of outrageous things just to get attention? To the point where you know, in a Playboy interview, he made an extremely racist statement. Um, and what did he say? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember exactly yeah. what it was, but it was it was not cool. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but then he kind of went on on this sort of journey of self-discovery, which was partially, um, you know, sort of helped by him losing his voice entirely. Mm. So he oh. decided to completely with, withdraw from sort of the Hollywood lifestyle and just live somewhere out in the middle of nowhere and just, you know, play his guitar, meditate. <laughs> and uh, wow. when he sort of made his re-entry into into you know the show business, he came at it with a completely different approach and acknowledged that he wasn't really in a, in a good place. Mm-hmm. So that that so you know when when all of that was going on, I I felt kind of you know weird about appreciating his music so much. 
because the person mm-hmm. behind the music was yeah getting okay. harder and harder to defend right yeah yeah but that all came around and now i'm now i'm actually more proud for sticking with them right right you know and sort of also understanding that yeah i mean they they're you know like they're they're people like you and me and you know we we make mistakes i mean i, I assume y'all do too mm-hmm. yeah and there's well, always flawless man <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, that's for regardless of who you are or how big you are, there there's always a way to, you know, redeem yourself. You know, learn from your your missteps and turn it back around. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. I've I've changed a lot. Like there's a lot of things about me that I look at in the past. I'm like, man, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that was not acceptable. Yeah, no, that's not cool. Huh. Like, uh, I I think in some sense, it's like I I kind of was a bully, and I didn't realize that I was really old, a lot older. Mm-hmm. I always thought I was just you know funny and making fun of people and then you know I'm making I'm making other people laugh but I realize that it's usually like centered around one person that's being <laughs> <laughs> picked on and I really you know it, it actually hit me one time where it was at this one it was a gathering with, with friends and I decided to, to to make my jokes about this one dude and he was he was a hothead mm-hmm. right he used to get in a lot of fights he was a lot smaller than me but he was like a tough dude you know mm-hmm. um and I was, I was making, he was the guy I was making fun of. And I was kind of like inappropriate with it. You know, I was, I was <laughs> really making some terrible comments. And like, you know, I could, I could put my balls in your fucking tea bag <laughs> if I wanted to. And, but he got so angry, he, he grabbed a bottle and I started calling him out saying that like, you, you're not dumb enough to do something with that. And, and I was like, I'm kind of, it's, this is kind of like bully, uh, this is kind of like a bully behavior right here. Cause I know for a fact that he would have to think more than twice to go through what he's go, what he's thinking about. Cause he was getting upset. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I felt confident that no matter what, he, he cannot hurt me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, Cause I'm prepared to, to, I guess, uh, counter it if he, if he decides it. But that's, I was like, wow, like I'm an asshole. Like, <laughs> and, and you know, this is a guy that, in any other situation, if we're just hanging out the two of us, mm-hmm. we're cool. But just in this situation, I just happened to be the guy the guy that I picked on. and You put him on display. And uh, hmm? and you put him on display. Yeah, but I, I actually realized, I was like, okay, I, I think it was, that was borderline bully behavior. Yeah. Um, because I'm kind of like forcing him to take it. Yeah. Yeah. True. And I reflected on that. I, I don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I kind of go down that line, I, I can catch myself. That's good. Mm-hmm. I often put myself in that situation by me being the butt of the jokes. <laughs> yeah, I, I I do that sometimes too, but I've always done that. Yeah. All right. Well, this was this was really fun. Um, yeah. Any third eye opening? <laughs> yes. Yes. Cybercast unscripted. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we should uh, we should throw one of these in rotation every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. We should. Just, you know, laid back. Whatever comes up. It just happened to be a lot of current events that we could talk about. That transition into uh, other unrelated current events. True. Yeah, I'm, I'm very curious to see the show notes because I forgot half of what we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> I know the new iPhone 12 was revealed. Was it? With the no, with the no notch. The no notch. Oh, okay. We'll see. Like F- Forbes has a picture of a it. Picture, so, you know, yeah. So it's got to be real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. I, it's funny. I uh, Every now and then I get caught off with the, oh, snap, it does have a notch. I keep forgetting it has the notch very often. Oh, yeah. You, you can, you're not, you're not going to notice it. I know. It just, it's so weird that I, I, I used to think I was going to hate this thing and I don't even notice it now. It's so weird. Mm, it came around. Yeah. It came around. I'm always coming around. Oh, yo. Alrighty. 
shall uh, we wrap her up? And sure. Or in the river. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, Ty, where shall we find you? You can find me on Instagram. Yeah, that's probably the best mm-hmm. place to find me. At TY09. You can also try Twitter. But I'm not that much on Twitter, though. I should. I know. But, yeah. <laughs> But if you reply at him, he'll 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 respond. Yeah. All right. Cool. Tosh. I'm uh, at Tosh Polak on Twitter as always. Cool beans. Dick. You can find me in the club. <laughs> bottle full of bub. Uh, I'm, I'm, hey, that's uh, that's Eminem. You have to thank <laughs> Eminem there for bringing you this this. <laughs> so Eminem's responsible for power. Yeah. Oh, really? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I can. I, do y'all watch Power? I, I watch nope. a few episodes. You know what? The episode's over. Let's not. I mean, I, I watch it. Stop watching though, but you stopped watching. Yeah. Why? Because it's because it's done. No, no. Oh. I stopped watching like season three or four. Okay, I won't tell you what happens. <laughs> um, where where you can find me? Right. Yeah. What are we doing? Uh, I, uh Dick Daily on IG. Okay. Yeah. Watch it. No, no underscore. Yeah, man. No, he's no. That's Twitter has an underscore. I'm still waiting for that person to. to <laughs> Drop off. Right? What's the date? I'll have to look it up again. I, it's already passed. No, I don't think it passed yet. I'll, I'll have to. I'll let you know. I have to look it up. Where do you find this out? How can I go look? Where, where's it at? Uh, I found it in an article. I forgot what the article oh, okay. was, but uh, it's coming. Uh, it's coming soon. That's my only public profile right now. Clay told me to make it public. Yes. The thing is, I didn't want my mom to see my IG because I'm gonna. Uh, it's it's gonna be like watches, whips, women, and maybe whiskey. Oh, wow. in or that whatever. order. Some kind of order, but yeah. <laughs> so I need to get my. I'm, I'm gonna get some models and uh, help a model my watches. Ah. So you might see some booty shots. <laughs> well, I couldn't share. I couldn't share your thing if it was private. So yeah, I know. I know. It was, I had it. I had it uh, private for a reason. Like I was being tagged sometimes and stuff, and I was like, ah, I don't know. Mike's 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 girlfriend was tagged. Mm. It was it was a sensitive time. Mm. But uh, yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and try it out and see. I am I am gonna use it as a as a form of business at some point. So okay. get my feet wet. Yeah. And Twitter is Dick underscore daily. Yeah, Dick underscore daily on Twitter. You were saying something, Ty? Yeah, I was talking about because uh, you've been posting a couple of watches. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. the yellow one. Oh yeah, the the JLC. Mm-hmm. It's it's a JJ Le Le Couture. I don't even know how to pronounce it. It's like a <laughs> French watch. It's it's a it's a it's a really nice watch. Actually. Mm-hmm. Um, it it actually uh I'm getting some work done on it, but uh. Because it has an alarm on it, which not many wrist watches have an alarm on. Alarm, really? Yeah. Huh. If, you, if you look at the dial yeah. to the to the right of it, uh-huh. I mean to the left of it, oh. um, that's an actual alarm you can set. Oh. oh. And it rings like one of those old old timey clocks alarms, you know, like ding 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 ding. ding. You can actually wake <laughs> you up. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that, that's awesome. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Um, CW Daily everywhere. The website cwdaily.com. I'm actually writing a lot more. I don't know if I'm getting uh, you know any better, but uh, I am enjoying the writing process. Um, You're posting your your writing? Yeah, it's on uh, the okay. blog. I, I, I posted twice yesterday, actually. Let <laughs> me check you out. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. Some reading when I'm at the poker table. Yeah, at the poker table. I've had a good month in January. Wait, wait, you read at the poker table? Uh, yeah. So sometimes I, I audio book. Yeah. Oh. Um, I actually listened to a pretty good audiobook called Heavy because a couple of frat brothers of mine do a podcast where they review books mm-hmm. and they were reviewing that book and I had to stop and I was like, I gotta, I gotta go listen. I gotta go read this book. And I was like, I don't have time to read it. So I audiobooked it. Mm-hmm. Nice. So I recommend that book. It's, it's, it's interesting. 
and I'm going to recommend their podcast. Uh, I think it's called The Bruh's Bookshelf. The Bruh's? Yes. The Bruh's, like, you know, Bruh. What's up, Bruh? Oh, B-R-H? B-R-U-H, I mean, sorry. S, Bruh's. Uh, I'll I'll make sure I get I'll send a link or something. Okay. I don't know. If you want to put in the notes or oh I see here the bra- Lennon's uh, Givens L- yeah Lennon or Givens yeah mm-hmm. okay I got it the bras bookshelves okay a real talk book review cool alrighty um you can find our podcast at c y b r c a s t dot com cybercast dot com look us up. In uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts, as it's called now, uh, Spotify, um, iRadio, all over the place. Um, and uh, re- review us on, on uh, Apple Podcasts or go to podchaser.com and search for Cybercast. Podchaser.com and si- search for Cybercast and review us there. And Only if it's good or else. You know. Oh, yeah. If it's, a, if it's a five, give us a review. <laughs> if it's anything less <laughs> than that, yeah, you know, message us so we can have a talk about it. <laughs> um, I actually, I actually put that uh, in my last uh, through my lens. That uh, yeah, give me a five. But if you don't uh, want to give a five, let's talk about it. You want a five point straight up? That looks that looks almost fake. You gotta have. A, I, it's, hey, listen, I, I, I want be hive, be nice. I want the perfect five. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So we will talk to or your listeners will hear us in the next episode. Be kind to each other. Be kind to yourself. We love you. Ciao. Peace. Peace. Bye-bye. Return to your regular scheduled programming.